This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by St. Andrew's Christian Nudist Colony. Here at St. Andrew's, we believe you should be able to live your life the way Adam and Eve did before the fall. We feel that this lifestyle is the most natural and comfortable way to live and allows you to be your true self without fear of judgment or persecution. Everybody's body is beautiful and we should all be proud of the way God made us. Our happy little nudist colony is located in sunny Malibu, California, and we hold weekly meetings with the public to answer questions about our lifestyle and how to join our little slice of heaven. So feel free to join us every Sunday afternoon in our meeting hall if you're at all curious. We love meeting new people and explaining our way of life. St. Andrew's Nudist Colony, embracing the bare nude-cessities of life. Aloha to you and welcome to another episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. This episode is unique in that Watson is in Hawaii, most likely playing the ukulele at a luau and or dancing the hula. So Sean picks up the torch with a friend of the dudes, Todd. Sean and Todd sit down with comedians Marina Quintero and Jackie Gold as they talk about starting out in comedy and their stand-up show called Whiskey and Donuts. Next up, they play Don't You Dare Laugh and try not to laugh at a boy's review of the highly debated topic of Miracle Whip. Then they answer listener emails and talk about who and what they would bring if they were stranded on a desert island. Finally, the dudes close with an excerpt from the classic gangster novel Teflon. So let's go where everyone knows your name. No, not Hawaii. I'm talking about the TDLA podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome welcome to another episode of Two Dudes in LA. Um, I'm joined by a guest. Um, it's a homeless man that I found on the street today. Um, he said he was looking for work, and I said, Sir, I've got a job for you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> that long ass year with living out on that street you know thanks for uh let me come into this nice warm house you got here yeah no i saw you and i was like this guy has a story to tell and i'm gonna give him a platform so (laughs) everyone this is a this is a friend of watson's (laughs) and i his name's todd he's a he's a huge fan of the podcast he listens to every episode um, and if you listen to the last episode, Watson's out of town. He's uh, he's in Hawaii. He's too good for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. He's doing the Honolulu, uh, what the fuck you call it? <laughs> doing but, the Honolulu. <laughs> what do they call it? Hula, right? Hula, yeah. Or the haka, if you're a guy. I don't yeah. know. Um, and also, yeah. I'm joined by two more guests. Yes. The hilarious Marina Quintero. Hey. And Jackie Gold. <laughs> All right. Um, I love that you yeah. nailed you nailed Quintero, but you were like, like so the other that was go, go, gold. Am I yeah. pronouncing yeah. Yeah. it? Yeah, it's too many. It's, it's too ethnic. Many it's so really hard when you have to like very, that. very yeah, Quintero ethnic. comes out. Quintero, yeah. like, I didn't mess it up. Too. Where are you from? You know what I mean, like. Me first. Oh yeah, <laughs> you knew like, that. How are don't you act like you don't know. So good at pronouncing <laughs> Quintero. I took Spanish in high school. It's like, how much cocaine do you have? <laughs> and why are you not sharing? Just kidding. <laughs> sort of. Yep. So uh, Marina and Jackie are, I worked with Marina at, um, at a bar. She's still there. I'm not. But mm-hmm. she, uh, 
her and Jackie are, are you are bragging? Both, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you bragging about? I'm too good for it. No, they're true, too good true, for me. True, 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 true. <laughs> but these two lovely ladies—they're two of the funniest people that I've met while I'm living in LA. Uh, wow, you really need to get out of the house. I know, right? I mean, I've seen—I've yeah. seen like I've gone to the comedy store, but I mean, besides those guys, like met personally. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome. They—they're um, comedians and they do a show of their own. I guess <laughs> tell them a little bit about it and. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Marina and I run a bi-monthly, uh, comedy show, which I think is always a weird word. People, when we say bi-monthly, people are like, does that mean twice a month? Or does that mean once every two months? Or does it mean that the week is attracted to both genders? Or, <laughs> or does it mean that bi just makes people uncomfortable Yeah, <laughs> in general? And, and like, to me, I hear bi and I go, mm, I don't know, options. <laughs> and I like options. And we have options twice a Where month. Where are we shopping? I don't know. Everyone's a little gay every once in a while. Yeah. For the right part. Yeah. For the right part, anybody would be a I'm mostly gay, gay sometimes. <laughs> I, think there's a I phrase, also just um, came from Pride. <laughs> yeah, speaking of gay. exceptionally gay, gay tonight. <laughs> We're all a little gay. I think. A little bit gay, yeah. mostly. You move here and you're like, mm, maybe, I don't know. What's the price? Everyone has a price. Yeah, I love that I stopped it bi-monthly but didn't tell you the name of it. I was like, it's called oh. Whiskey and Donuts. Yes. Uh, but like the letter N. So like we're Whiskey, the letter N, Donuts. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you're ever in a way. one hell of a combination there. Yeah. Yep. And they, they supply the donuts. It's free. So oh, really? if you yeah. come, you get yeah. you get to watch some awesome comedy by some locals. Well, even out of town people. I'd rather have the whiskey free. It's a lot. It's a little bit <laughs> harder. To, I was it's, gonna say it's a little yeah. harder to supply the. You can't the free whiskey. It's harder to get the bar to agree to free uh, yeah, whiskey. Exactly. You get them to agree to like uh, drink specials, yeah. right? Yeah, we do. Okay, okay. Yeah, we always have like a seven dollar. Some Jameson. Jameson. Some I mean, Jameson. I mean, you guys, Whatever classy stuff. We're classy. <laughs> this is a classy, classy donut hose is like. Uh, but basically, it's like our two it. favorite things. Brian and I usually uh, always get together, and the text messages usually read like food. Question mark. Question mark. Foodie call, and it usually is either like donut, donut, question mark. Question mark. Uh, I used what? to just type like KK for like Krispy Kreme, but then like. My phone even autocorrected. It was oh. like, did you mean KKK? I was like, I think we need to pick a new word. Yeah. yeah. Think... As a Jew, she was like, I your can't. Your phone knows you too well. This. Yeah. The phone was like, I, mean, I think, uh, based on your previous texts, you meant KKK. You a donut hoe. <laughs> Is this right? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, so basically, whiskey donuts are our two favorite things. We always drink yeah. together and we always true, 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 eat true, together. True. So we were like, all right, yeah, whiskey no, donuts. That's great. Uh, uh, that sounds no. like a good time. It's, you know. And when I was working with Marina, she asked me if I would, you know, design their logo. So yes. they, they've got this cute little it's pink so donut. It's so cute. She's. <laughs> yes, it's a she. She, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I assumed it's gender. It's wearing yeah. makeup. No, but it's that totally. Doesn't... No, we <laughs> She's a Specifically, yes. For yes, sure. Donut lady. We wanted her to represent us in the best way possible. <laughs> and I believe you're both female. I mean, don't, yes. Yes. don't yes. blame me I, for I, I'm female identifying. <laughs> I identify uh, as... birth, but... <laughs> I identify as a beautiful, <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> Every time woman. I always read a start something and I always go, I don't know where this is going. I identify as and I'm like, I as have no idea that's Gorgeous, drop-dead donut. Donut. Lover. Donut, <laughs> donut hoe. Yeah. No, I did um, decide that, that 
She's Debbie the donut hoe. Yeah. <laughs> she's like every donut she's hoe. DDA. She's down. <laughs> she's down. And she's, they're pointing at a sticker that they made. So okay, yeah. that was the first time I've seen them. That's pretty dope. Sean, Sean designed it. Sean designed our donut hoe. donut. I love it. Yeah. I mean, she's the hoe I always wanted to be. <laughs> I will, I will always live up to this. She's got the I brown blue eyes. She's giving her tits, right? I feel yeah. like that would have been a little too extreme. <laughs> okay. Then it just would have been like too like like is it coconut mounds? Is it right. like weird sprinkles? Too many questions. Yeah, then you have to justify how yeah. it works. With I feel food. like I feel like the gap in her mouth really just like like I feel like that just leads enough. It's like a little bit. <laughs> She's like, I'm yeah, ready yeah. when you are. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie knows how to go down. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Debbie doesn't play You're around. Being a donut's the best thing. Like, yeah. No matter how much risk. Look at I mean, she right through you. She can fit a mic and a bottle of whiskey in her mouth. So I mean. <laughs> Debbie's ready to go. <laughs> That's why she's always DD down to Down ho. Debbie. Down, down to home. So guys, what what uh, attracted you to comedy? Like how did what how did you decide like this is something I'm interested in? Um, go for it, Marie. <laughs> oh, do you want me to go for it? I'll go first. I, sure. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I looking back now, I can say I mean it's very naturally just like who I am like in class I was always I mean I feel like that's a typical story that you hear like oh I was the class clown <laughs> I feel like I've always also been the person who says the things the like really inappropriate things that people might be thinking that no one right says out has loud. the balls to say yeah. that was like that was always like me in school too where you know everybody would be talking but it would be maybe it was also because I've had this voice since I was like eight so hey <laughs> Like, everyone would be talking, but the teacher would be like, Jackie. And I was like, um. But it just, like, was very sir. natural. Sir. Uh, sir, I'm going to need you to your voice in the background. <laughs> We're trying to do addition here. Um, so it was just, like, very, like, naturally who I am. And then uh, I moved to L.A. to be a very serious actress. Mm-hmm. And Didn't we all? Uh, she gave the best <laughs> blowjobs. <laughs> 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 then why are you not successful yet? Oh my god! Sidebar. That was actually. I have this wack. I have this like one wackadoo cousin, and I'm even like scared to say that on here. I'm like, what? So what are the chances she hears this? And I was like, well, did you call me wackadoo? Uh, yeah, she. I remember being like 20 years old, and I was about, and I was about to move out here to LA. So I came out for like a summer to, uh, like you know, test the waters and see what it'd be like. And she was like, "All your favorite actresses." She's like, "All your favorite actresses suck dick." She's like, "You better, you better start sucking dick and not just dick." Oh no, she said she's like, "You better start giving head and not just head, but good head." Because if you don't give good head, you might as well not give it at all. And I remember being like 20, and I was like sitting in her car, like, uh huh, uh huh, and that was. Like that was her life advice on, on making it in I, L.A. Before I moved out here. And she's like, who's your favorite actress? And I was like, I like Julia Roberts. She's like, you don't think Julia Roberts sucked dick? And I was like, oh, I really just want to make it home. I won't be. I feel like <laughs> Julia Roberts did, but like in a bathtub with bubbles. Yes. To she, she was obviously. classy about it. Like so good at it. Even then, she was like so classy. Uh, but yeah, but I was like hanging around comedy for a while, and it's what people naturally. Sorry, I like jumped back into the story. I'm so no, mad. I'm like you're so ADD us, about stories. I start focus. something and then I stop. Yeah. Uh, it's what people assumed. It's what I did. So all my friends were like a, a, a lot of my friends were all stand oh, up. I don't know. I heard it too. I thought you were gonna ignore it, but now. <laughs> uh, 
And then there was a writer's strike, and after the writer's strike in 2008, I was like, well, there's no acting work, so I started doing stand-up, and that was it. Oh, so like, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting how that kind of, like, really solidified the path, so that's Bridge. cool. Since moving out here to LA, I've, I've been hearing a lot about how that writer strike has affected a lot of different people's like, a lot of people had projects that got dumped at that point and all this crazy stuff. And so that's interesting to hear that. Yeah, I was doing like day player work on uh, ER just to like get like SAG vouchers. And there's some guy there and he was like, do you do comedy? And I was like, no, but I've been thinking about it. And he was like, I know, I know somebody you got to talk to. And he was like, I took, I talked to this guy and I started doing stand-up. And I'm like, this is the least funny person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, why would I ever trust yeah. this person's opinion? But I did. And uh, I called this guy named Jerry Katzman, who became like a mentor of mine and like worked with him. And that was like the first time I started doing stand-up. Oh, nice. So sometimes trusting the people who look the least trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it's is like also that scene how something bad can happen. Do you trust me? Yes. yes. <laughs> She's like, like not sure. She got to be a princess. She's like the Meghan Markle of the story. And I'm not. I'm like her divorced, her first so, ex-husband. So what you're saying is I should have trusted more shady uncles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah, never know yeah. where I could be. Oh, man. Who I knows? Could, I could be fluent in Spanish at least. Where, where are you originally you're from? like, I could have an hour worth of material on shitty uncles. Where are you originally from? Jackie? I'm from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, nice. Nah. <laughs> not, I love it even when you tried it. It's still like it's it was still off. Like, yeah. It's very outback. Thanks, jeez, guys. Noise. I don't work on my accents. We right? call Brooklyn Down Under. <laughs> down Under from Manhattan. Okay, yeah. We're known for Foster's. I actually did grow up on Foster Avenue. So oh, really? Like, that's yeah. that's a good little connection. Yeah. Green, are you from SoCal? I am. It's, I'm not even excited about it. I'm like <laughs> from Pasadena. Nice. But that's rare to be a local. Everybody's yeah. a transplant. You get to yeah, exactly. I am an OG. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's one of those things where um, I, I'm just often trying not to be offended because everyone <laughs> who moves here has an attitude about it and I have an attitude about it because I'm like, defending my my hometown you know like yeah. la even if you're not from proper la if you're from la county you own it in some way and you've your whole life has been about like you know certain moments where you're like oh yeah i've gone to raves in downtown that was high school and there's this segment of your life everything is in proper la but then all these people you meet in your 20s and 30s are like Fuck LA. Everyone here fucking sucks. I fucking moved out here. I've been here six months. And I'm like, fuck LA. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. I've been here my, like 30 years. Um, 30 really cute, you guys. Well, also, I feel like Young it's like a pride-ish where you're just like, even though like, yeah, there's parts of um, downtown that are so shitty, but there's and like, people when someone messes with your shitty. turf, you're like, don't mess with my turf. But also, like, I know it's shitty, but you can't say it's but shitty. Also, you've lived here for two months. Yeah. And yeah. you're now saying that all of LA sucks. And it's like, you've met nobody from here. So I'm sorry that Megan from Iowa, who got a nose job and is like 80 pounds and is anorexic and is a cunt, doesn't treat you good as a host. And she's like 17 and a half. 
and she's a bitch. I'm like, it's like, yeah. I mean, she represents LA all of a sudden now. It's like, no, Megan sucks. Megan. Right. Nobody, no, I Iowa doesn't mean. like we already fucking know the Megan. Name of this podcast, which is Megan sucks. <laughs> Megan sucks. That's the so title of the episode. It's like, yeah. Don't, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. don't yeah. come to LA and think that Megan represents LA. Because nope. fuck Megan and Megan. fuck Iowa, basically. And also, I, I've been out here like 14 years now with the rent job, rent jumpings. Like, why can't I speak today? Rent fuck. jumping. I'm like, Speaking. <laughs> if you hate it so much, I'm like, go. I would Bye. love for my rent to go down. <laughs> like, oh, it's love. not. All I want as a native is a, a good earthquake. The one that makes like my pussy quiver, where I'm like, oh, that's almost an orgasm that I appreciate. And then everyone who's scared of it, fucking run, bitches. We don't like you anyways. Megan, get the fuck out of here. That's right? actually what my girls That's all I want. When I was like, why is rent you, Megan? <laughs> when I was like, why is rent going up so much? And he's like, Jackie, unless there's another earthquake, which sends everybody running. And I'm like, ah, oh, just, just like a earthquake. good. Right. Shake. A good pussy clever. One where you don't have to go, did I just feel an earthquake? <laughs> nah, bitch. Yeah, I, I'm not used to feeling them, so, like, sometimes I'll just notice a shake, and then, like, an hour later, I'm like, oh, shit, I think that was an earthquake. It didn't even occur to me what that could have been. I always think it's my neighbors. Like, every time, like, there's, like, twice, there's been, like, a shake, and I look up, and I scream, I go, what are you doing? And then, like, without me. And then it rattles, and I go, oh, I think that was just... <laughs> Or I sleep right through them. Right, exactly. No, no, no. I had uh, my mom text me the other day because uh, there was a 4.0 or something and really <laughs> felt anything because you don't ever feel those. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> there was an earthquake. Was like, there was an earthquake? What? <laughs> I didn't feel anything. Where are you no, from? No, no, I'm not okay. I'm from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, nice. You yeah. got the drawl. Yeah, the little, little drawl. <laughs> oh. Is that a New York accent? That's how we talk in New York, too, in Brooklyn. That's, <laughs> That's how we uh, pronounce words there. I, you know, like, That's how we... As a military brat, um, you kind of get all the accents across all America. Right. So. Whatever. I always thought yes. it was just like your level of alcoholism. Alcoholism, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, do, I do three shots. Sometimes I drink more or less. <laughs> That's when mine comes up too. The angrier I get. That's yeah. when it's like, oh. You're going to hear me that. <laughs> you want to take this on the stoop? <laughs> So let's talk about like uh, early, like when you decided, all right, I think I'm going to start doing comedy. Like how were your early open mic experiences? Like how was your material? How much did you have? Like what, what was that like? Are you, are you taking this one? Uh, sure. Oh. Um, for me, um, I've probably do, been doing comedy for, I don't know, six, six years oh. on and off. Like oh, wow. about that. Yeah. Um, and uh, for me. I got started doing comedy because um, a good friend of mine, Janae Burris, what, what? That's my bitch. Shout out. Shout out to Janae Burris, who's living in uh, Denver. Denver. And I'm like, why are you living in Denver? And she's like, I don't know, but like my, my, my boyfriend lived there. And then like she's like, well, then he left, and now he's in another city. And now she's like, well, I'm going to keep doing comedy. Um, so that's her. <laughs> she got me doing comedy. <laughs> And, um, well, Marina also is not is downplaying a little bit, but she did like a lot of great like comedy writing. Like she was writing a lot of scripts and a lot of like oh, TV pilots, yeah. and so like she had a good voice for comedy. She was like writing a lot I of was comedy, trying, but I was, was not hard. performing. It. I didn't know. I didn't tap in. I didn't. This is what it is. Is like 
in life. Okay, so I did. So my background. Let me just say real quick. My background was in theater. Um, okay. So in high school, I was doing um, uh, musical theater. In, in high school, what, uh, um, what what did you do in high school musically? Um, I did. Um, uh, she did John. She did Richard. <laughs> yeah. She did Blake. Blake. I mean Blake. Oh, fuck I was, oh Blake. <laughs> he was cool. No, um, no, but I, I did, uh, like, Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. It's so funny that you say that because Bye Bye Birdie was one of the first high school plays that I saw as a young kid. And I was like, I want to go to, I want to do musicals uh, when I yeah. grow up. Yeah. So yeah. it's so funny that you did that play. Yeah, it was fun. And so I kind of was like, I tapped into that, like, culture. And I liked singing, but I didn't figure it out. And then I finally, like, got to college and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, what do I want to do? And I said, ah, I kind of like being on stage, but I still didn't figure it out. And life is just a journey. Yeah. So I got to college. I did the whole, like, everything you could do in theater. I just studied it, got a degree in it, and then left there going, oh, I'm going to audition for prostitutes as a Latina, right? Um, I'm going to audition for prostitutes and, um, like, 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 hoes and moms teen moms and all the things that i wish i could be but never really like (laughs) made it (laughs) i never made it as a good hoe i was like a side hoe and i was like oh man i'm gonna play one a fake one right right you know i never made it as a good hoe so i was like oh man i gotta be a writer so i could be at least a like a good side hoe and so that's how I got into writing and then and then i kind of like fell on that and i met a good friend named janae burris who we know, mutual friend, and she was we all like, worked, we all worked a day job together. We all yeah. interest together. It's actually, I knew Marina pre, mm-hmm. uh, I guess I was already doing comedy. It was like pre-Marina yeah. starting stand-up because yeah. we all worked at the restaurant we together. Just, I don't yeah, know if Janae was already doing it or not. I think like she was. It was also sure. something where you guys both she was were thinking of it. It was you like she would go, but like. You guys were both yeah. doing comedy. Um, and yeah, so we all actually worked a restaurant job together. And then, yeah, and then at some point, like, Janae and I were were writing some kind of script together, and we would laugh, and that's the first time I got introduced to a beer mosa. And I was already a drunk, so I was already like, who the fuck introduces me? To an alcoholic beverage, like, yeah. like I'm already that there. Like, very true. Like, I felt like a, beer I, I felt like a black woman of all people to introduce me, <laughs> <laughs> like to a beer mosa. I was like, who the fuck is that? But my new best friend, basically, it's exactly what, what it is. Exactly. Do you know what a um, it was? Yeah. It was a Bud Light. Oh, sorry. Without instead of the champagne beer. Oh, Bud Light. It was a Bud Light. Okay. Beer and orange juice? Yeah. <laughs> the, the white trash mimosa. Of course. Right. I have to try that. This and, is and my black kind of friend. What kind of beer? Bud Light. Oh my God. This is my best black friend who okay. only dates white men. And I was like, I love that you introduced me to us. <laughs> I feel like you could rock it with like it a made the most sense. I was like, yep. Totes, totes, totes. <laughs> and we made it happen. I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. And she's like, or do you love my boyfriend? And I was like, I don't know. Or do you love him? And she's like, nope. And then we're like, yes, we're just going to drink beer Moses at, at noon. And that's how we started writing together. We're like, yeah, this is going to be cool. Super cool. What did you ask about open mics? Oh, just like um, your, your your early material. Um, like, what, what was it like? Did you How much did you have? Um 
did you did you write have material written or were you like i'm just going to talk about this and just kind of like do it on stage i i was never like afraid of just getting up there and like shooting the shit like being on stage with a microphone never scared me i know people like say that's like that's the good fear. that's a big just, hurdle for I most people no to get over because really? <laughs> <laughs> um, like the idea of, like i'm like oh there's a microphone and i get to talk in and say whatever the hell i want like and that you sounds, all have that to listen amazing to me <laughs> so i was never worried about like getting up there and being like you know shooting the shit with people but i was I didn't know how you write material. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, like, as much as this gets, like, so mocked and so shitted on, I actually did take, like, a comedy writing class, a stand-up class, which I know, like, people are always like, oh, did you learn that in a class? Like, that's how literally we mock, <laughs> well, like, yeah. all, a lot of new comics. But uh-huh. I did, and, like, I wrote uh, in this class, and I remember I first performed at, like, uh, I think it was, like, the comedy store. We had, like, our graduation showcase. And because of all my friends being stand-up comics, from like that world that I was in, I had invited the Booker from Jimmy Kimmel. It was like a friend Ooh. of mine, and he like came to my first thing. Nice. And I remember being like, "I'm gonna get on Kimmel tomorrow." <laughs> like, he came, I've never done and it. Man. I remember I performed that first set like I was doing my Comedy Central half hour. Right. Like I ah. thought I was segueing like uh, like a like a champ, and I was like, "Speaking of like <laughs> just like, with, like yeah. the dumbest things and like." Doing this like weird set, and afterwards, I, to, it's at the time it's I still the best he set was, she's ever had. Best set of I remember at the time afterwards he gave me like notes, and at the time I was so <laughs> insulted, like because I took that as like, well, what do you mean, like? there's things you want me to fix. Like, you don't think I'm perfect. You don't think I'm amazing at this. Like, because just the perfectionist part of my brain was like, Oh, if I tried this once, like I have to be amazing at it right away. Otherwise I'm terrible. And I remember he was like, okay, well, I think it's some good stuff. Like I would concentrate on maybe like not moving around so much. And maybe (laughs) this like very like helpful notes, like, Looking yeah. back, like, let's go next time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, yes. <laughs> so my dealer, he's got a special. <laughs> think about it. Like, nobody would ever bother to give anyone notes. Like, no one will bother to give you help if they think that you're utter crap. Right. So, yeah. really, okay. like, I should have taken him giving me notes. That's as, a good as attitude. Quite... Yeah, yeah, I was him believing in you. I was like, hey, you, you can do It's not like you gave him a blowjob. Hey, like, I see like, potential. Hey. Yeah. He carried, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I remember, like, at the time, like, taking it in and being like, oh, my God, he thinks I, I stink. But now I'm like, oh, that was actually really, like, kind That's of cool. and, and good of him. So, I mean, looking back now, how do you think your first set was? I mean, it was so cheesy. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I... I don't think it was bad. I think compared to like horror stories that people talk about, I don't think it was bad. But it was so, like, it was so cheesy and it was like super, like hacky and stuff. But I, it it, does, it only makes me squirm because of like the material. How like, much better you are, like, yeah. And how great you are now that you like think about how you weren't that amazing. Well, I mean, time. yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not upset about it. Like, no, I, I, I think I thought still think it was like a growth good showing, is, for, especially like, for a first time. Yeah. Growth is I, beautiful. I mean, I have no experience myself. I can't, but, I can't listen to it or watch it. Right. <laughs> I have no experience myself, but I feel like the biggest hurdle is getting that that comfort on stage and just kind of selling whatever you're saying. Like whether or not it's actually funny, if you can just sell it and get the audience to like it, you know. So I so I think uh, it sounded like you you kind of had that. Right off the bat, so that's So you've that's seen good. my set. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, most of comedy is likability. If you're a likable person, the audience will let you get away with most things. Like, I've always loved insult comics. So, <laughs> like, comedy, like, like the roast or Joan Rivers on the red carpet or anything like that. And if 
the audience likes you. They'll be okay with half the things you want to say. That's why there's some comics where they can make like a really borderline like iffy jokes and you're like, and you'll laugh and go find you're like, that's so funny. And then another comic will get up there and you're like, you're a racist piece of shit. Right. Yeah. And it's a difference between likability. If you like that person, you're on board with what they're saying. If you yeah. don't, you're like, get this person. Get off the fucking stage. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then nowadays they'd be like, yeah, call for his head on the stick, <laughs> make sure it never works again, huh. make sure that like any club that books him is, yeah. is burned to the ground. Right. I, CK, I mean, uh, they're saying like right now is kind of the, the a good time for comedy, but we're also living in a world where people are easily offended and they want they want to speak out about it. And so like I don't know as a comedian like where you're, where you find that balance. Like it's so big right now, it's so popular, but. Like, you just don't know who's going to get pissed off for about me, what. For me, I feel like um, you have to be true in your, like, in your own spirit and heart and kind. That's it. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, if you're a garbage human being who speaks from a garbage soul and you're mean and you say They'll horrible smell things, it. Oh, yeah. everyone knows it. No matter how you paint it or whatever words you mask it in, like, you're just garbage and everyone can smell it. That's it. But if you're, like, a kind person, even if you use the wrong words at the wrong time, you know what I mean? People will just laugh anyways because they know it's not coming from a horrible place. I think there's a lot of truth in that. I don't think that people, like, will hear something and just be, you did that joke where, like, oh, um, Jackie does a joke where she talks about um, how gay is, and I'm going to paraphrase in a a way that's, like, whatever, because you're going to forgive me because I'm not a garbage human being. (laughs) I mean, not for this reason. I mean, I'm kind of garby. (laughs) Just enough. Um, But, like, not for this reason. But um, So Jackie does a joke where she says, like, um, and I, I agree. Like, we're, we're basically... Do like you want to tell it? You need, but basically, you it's, your joke. And it's still Shit, a joke that's it. like a work in progress. So far, he's like, I'm not going to tell the joke because I'm still figuring out, like, the wording. But it's like, a hundred like, people are going to hear this part. Gays, I was like saying that, like, gays need to be bullied because that's where they get their superpowers. <laughs> like, that's why, like, every, like, awesome gay person that we know now, the reason they're so awesome is because they had all the shit that they had to go through growing up. Trials so and tribulations. need to bully them so that way the next generation of gays aren't boring. So it's basically like, I'm talking about like, oh my, don't bash them, just shove them a little bit. <laughs> well, gay uh, shoving, because like, I hurt. Yeah. 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 Well, so, we're seeing that now in generations, kids are just getting like pussified. I mean, it's so bad. Like people just want to like soften every corner and they want to cover their ears. And yeah, exactly. Like, just like, there's like that news thing where the, uh, this one girl tried out for the cheerleading squad and didn't get it. So now they made it where anybody who tries out for cheerleading gets it. I heard about it. that. And like, there were some cheerleaders that were so upset. They're like, everything I've worked for. I mean, because I'm, I mean, I didn't go to school with cheerleading team, but like, I'm imagining those girls do work really hard and they're like, you know, they've been practicing and do this. And she's like, now it literally means Jack. Like it means nothing. Right. Anybody can be on the cheerleading squad. Yeah. I mean, there really is something to that phrase. Like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, um, I, yeah. I, I hope that, I hope that we figure something out about that. Cause if that keeps going at this pace, I don't know where we're going to end up. It's interesting. Cause we are at a time you're right. Like we need a lot of comedy. And I think that often comedy is what is speaking truth. Like at a, crazy like weird time but yet we also have like all of these self-appointed uh like not missionaries but like uh, i don't know what you want to call them like the 
Like what? The, the ones that are just like so ready to just call any. Like they're just these oh, self-appointed like yeah, headhunters. Yeah, they're waiting for any chance to be offended. Anything. And being offended really is a choice. Like it's yeah. you choose to be offended by shit. Just like know. happiness can be sometimes. Exactly. If I've learned anything in therapy, it's that you can't control how anybody else is going to feel right. about something. Yeah. yeah. So like how you feel about something <clears throat> is not my fault. Like you being offended means it triggered something in you also i just think it's like a pendulum right now that's swinging and it's like it's like like where are we gonna land you know we have to go further this way further that way and we just keep going back until we find a middle ground but for right now it's like swinging oh that's a good way to put it yeah it's Uh, you know it's just like i really feel that way and um and politics like there is a point where we where we were, and I'm not gonna go into politics. Trust <laughs> no, me, that's not my fucking forte. Um, but just like that, like people were like, there was a time where where we were like, oh, everyone's so offended, and like especially I feel like as comedians, people go, oh, so as a comedian, you just rush It's like yeah, I mean we offend people, but I'm not ever purposefully offending people like not one type of people and that it just is what it is but like there's this like audience in this world of like you're offending people and 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 then it was kind of like okay yeah fuck you (laughs) offended people right right and so we kind of swung that way and then and then all this stuff happened and people got you know our presidents and then <laughs> and then it swung the other way and now I think it's just we're kind of waiting for like that you're right because now it's swung this way where now it's like it's my job to say whatever I want yeah. it doesn't matter who gets offended yeah. and then it's like yeah. Like, you know, it's like, you know when they used to do those clicking balls where you'd swing it one way? That's like, exactly yeah, yeah. My favorite part of watching that was when we'd get really to the, to the uh, middle and like, ding, 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 ding. So hopefully it's just swung so much yeah. and just get to the middle where we can just yeah, like exactly. play and like, bounce off of each other. Exactly. Like those little balls. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's a good way to put it. So, <laughs> so I'm waiting for the balls to drop. Yeah, I'm waiting for the balls to swing. You have a question for my question. My question is... Who are some of your favorite comics right now? Like, who do you look up to right now? Ooh, right now. Um, it's Now is a harder one for me to answer because, like, so many of them are actually, like, a lot of peers, too, where I'm yeah. like, oh, I really like this person. Um, and it's, it's interesting. I think I judged comedy a lot more before I started doing it. Like, I'd be like, well, I like that person, or I don't like... But now, like, being in it and being in it for, you know, like, a, as long as I have, like, a decade-ish, like, I look at it and I'm like... Even if I don't like that person, I'm like, well, I see what they were doing. Or, like, oh, I can I see. see, like, maybe the art or, like, the work behind it exactly. that, like, maybe I didn't see before. So I can kind of appreciate a lot more people now. And there's still some people where I'm like, nah, not my cup of tea. But I think that sure. like mostly I can, like, appreciate anybody. Uh, but, like, Joan Rivers is my favorite, George Carlin. Oh, but, like, Chris okay. Rock was probably, like, one of my favorites also just as far as, like... I still haven't seen his new special. It's, it's not really... my favorite. Oh, okay. It's not my favorite. Really? But it's interesting because the parts of it that I did, like, and then, like, a friend of mine who's just, like, a regular person, not yeah. a comic. Yeah. She loved the parts that I didn't love. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm a regular person. I love that. Same. You loved it? <laughs> yeah, See? Yeah, and it's... They were, like, I didn't love that one um like my favorite chris rock one is bigger blacker right so that's probably my my absolute favorite and i think that was one of the ones where i would hear that and i'm not a fan like i don't duplicate or like try and copy anyone's like cadence or anything like that but his like joke writing style and like almost his tempo and 
how he likes writes things. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like his cadence. And also like he tells like these these stories but they're kind of like intermittent with uh bit 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 but it also start you know starts one place and then yeah. another forty minutes later. Right, gets he goes on these tangents. So that's like one of my like favorite writing styles and like I'm not too similar to it, but I kind of wish that my style like that my writing was a little bit more well, flow of like that. Um but he's like he's probably one of my favorites. To be fair, I think that if if Jackie, to be fair, I think if if Jackie had forty five minutes to an hour, she would circle back around. I do. No, I'm not saying but you not don't. A, not on one theme, but like not on I know. one. So what I'm saying topic. is like she does stuff, or she was like getting, te- you know, tilting her hat off to that. But I think you do have the potential, or you do have sets that do circle back around. They're just you're not on camera for forty five minutes to wear. And I think that. that is also something That's that, like, all. we also... I think you do do that. I just don't think I love that, that I couldn't we take don't the have it on. You were actually giving me I know. Comment. I was like, no, no, no. I always I tell Jackie. I'm like, Jackie and other women and people, I go, when someone compliments you, the graceful thing to say is just thank you. <laughs> don't take the compliment away from yourself or from that person. Just let them give it to you. It's a nice, tiny gift. Thank it's you. a couple <laughs> words that we can share for a quick moment. Right. You look beautiful. Thank you. See, I'll, I'll um, take it. Marina, who are, who are you digging these days, comedian-wise? Comedian-wise? Um, uh, obviously, uh, Dave Chappelle is jumping back in the game here and there. He's, oh. he's been, if you haven't seen him on anything, he's been sprinkling the clubs amongst us. Um, he likes to, yeah, folks. just pop in. He's just popping in, doing shit right now that like is not on camera, but is dope as fuck. So if you Have are you in been LA, able to catch some of that? Um, a little bit like through, via friends, not even like personally, like through uh, friends. I would catch when he was stuff. working on the latest specials. I would always see him at the comedy store late nights, uh, and usually like way after two a.m. Because once he, if he's on stage, they're not pulling him off. So yeah, by the end of the, I would say after he after he's been on stage for about twenty minutes, the texts circle around mm. that he's there, and the room will maybe have like six comics in it. There'll be about the be 40 comics sitting in the oh, back geez. of the room. Yeah. And it, because we know that he's yeah. there and everyone will come from and whichever it's on, club they're It's at on camera. And get yeah. I mean, and it's, it's actually not on camera. It's just... No, amongst us. Not on full on camera, but it's like a text. It's a, a yeah. snippet. Like, it's like it's bitch, on... where you at? I got this. Guess yeah. who I'm watching? Guess who's here? It's like a quick break. We're honestly super fortunate living in LA because this is where all the biggest comedians yeah. are. And any night of the week, you can see like some of the biggest any headliners. Night. And... Even if, even if you see the list of who's going to be at the show, you're gonna there's going to be five other know, comedians yeah. that just yeah. pop in. And that's why sometimes LA audiences are so jaded because fucking Megan's there, <laughs> and like <laughs> they're like, guess Megan, who we have for bitch. you? And then like any lineups, like it could be like Daniel Tosh, <coughs> you know, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Judd Apatow actually has been doing stand up. He's seen been around clubs. He's actually very very funny. Yeah. I, I know that that sounds weird the way I said it. Like actually, but I mean, because we well, some people I think don't. We know I don't he think did some stand up know, yeah. years ago, but in my head, I only just found him as a director. So I was like, oh, now it's the director like circling back to comedy. <laughs> but very funny. Yeah. And then like they'll have these random sick drop ins, and the audience is like, usually the shows are free at most of these clubs too. Yeah. Like. Or like 15, us, 20 like, bucks, yeah, you know, or like at the improv, they'll be like free or pumped. And people are sitting there and they're like, we have another special guest. And you'll see people check their watch like, oh, oh my God, another one. Like I have to get up early tomorrow. I'm like, if you, live, if you lived anywhere else in this country or like the world, like 
You'd be paying like sixty bucks to see one of these people. Yes. Yeah. And then yes. Why are you going out if if you have to work tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Megan. Why are you going out, <laughs> yeah, bitch? Megan, <laughs> then you gotta get up early for your cocktails. Editor job. Yeah, in Salt Lake City, there's one comedy club called Wise Guys, and you only get who's there that weekend. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. So. That's it. And you're getting a local host and, yeah. you know, maybe a local feature, maybe the headline of Broadway's feature, but you're paying that money for one person. So. You actually said something that I thought was really smart, too, because you were uh, talking about, like, that they go there and they get to work out, you know, like, the difference between, let's say, me doing 45 minutes and, you know, Chris Rockton, because it's like, there is also this forgiveness, too, where if there's a big celebrity that gets up there... When Chappelle gets up there and he is just, you know, it's 2 a.m. in the back of the comedy store and he's just talking through yeah. his material and writing it, it's, you automatically are captivated. You automatically love it. I mean, he even addressed yeah. it in one of his specials where he's like, you know, most comics have to sit back there going like, I wonder if this go, will go well. I know this is going to go well. <laughs> he's like, so I'm not worried, you know, about yeah. that. And I think there is also that luxury in there too, where, you know, sometimes the more successful you're as a comic, the audience will already be along for the ride with you for the most part. Mm -hmm. They're listening. You'll get at least, like when they do these drop-ins of anybody, I would say if you are somewhat famous for literally anything, like if any TV star who has never done stand-up popped into one of the clubs and was like, I think I want to do comedy, for the first five to ten minutes, that audience is going to listen. They right. rewrap because they already know they're already invested, so they don't have as much to work against as a newer comic. Exactly. Like as a newer comic, you have to be very uh, particular about the wording that you're picking and how you're writing the thing. Uh, that's not to say they have that no I don't think preconceived should... notion of who you are, yeah. right? Yeah. And you still have to win them over. Like that's not for me to. I'm not in any way saying that I think Chappelle like is not writing his stuff, <laughs> but I'm just saying like. We it's already so like you have to fight. You have yeah. to fight. We already yeah. like him. We already we like established him. That. We all agree. He doesn't have to win our judgment. He doesn't have to write. He yeah. doesn't have to like explain his like point of view. He's just like, we already this got how it. I feel about this. And you're like, yeah, cool, I get it. Yeah. Or if I get up there and I'm like, you know, like for example, a, oh, yeah, you know, a gay joke. And it's like, okay, well, like I have to make sure I get everybody on board where that trend Before is you going. Get to the gay joke. Yeah. Yeah. Before you get to the gay pushing and shoving. Yeah. You can't start off with it. Do you guys listen to podcasts? Like, are you into that kind of stuff? Because a lot of the big comedians out here have their own podcasts. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. No? I don't ever really listen to podcasts. Because I'm, I'm super into podcasts, and I've noticed the majority of them are, like, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, uh, Mark Marion, you know, like, all those guys. So, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. So, I was just wondering. There's a lot of things going on on, like, uh, All Things Comedy. ATC has, like, a bunch of all those guys too i'm mean, great podcasts they're all like great people i don't know why i you know it is i don't even have music on my ipod on my <laughs> iphone my iphone has zero music on it so it's not like it's just not me to I, it's not what, what do you do when you're like driving around what do you like to serious so oh, i do okay. listen to like serious but like even that you get with the times girl right now it's all I'm, about that streaming service honestly i'm like an 85 year old woman like i don't 
I don't have any of this music. The only music. Five year old woman uses a serious accent. Uses a serious accent. But like all the music that's on my computer or like back from when I uploaded CDs into my old computer. <laughs> so it's like I don't think I have a new a new music since like 2006. Or, or downloaded from LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I thought that was the greatest service ever. I wish they brought that back. It was the most I'm using thing. it as a dating angle. I'm hoping like I meet a guy who like teaches me something and it's like this beautiful moment where he's like you're so dumb and I'm like oh my god teach me <laughs> and that's how I learn like uh, like the, the podcast world and we oh. just like have this moment and we look into each other's eyes and that's how dude I, like, I would recommend Tom Segura's um, you your mom's house, house okay, well, that's with his, uh, with his wife how Christina come you only P. mention Tom you don't mention Christina it's her uh, podcast right well yeah, and they're they're hilarious. They uh, yeah. they have like just this potty humor, sense of humor, and they just play funny videos of like, I don't know. I it's it's just random as fuck. But um, that would be answer my your question. Then, like, who are some of my favorite comics right now? I don't know if if and everybody knows of Theo Vaughn, but Theo oh, Vaughn is I listen to his podcast. Favorite, and also when we talk about like point of view, he is just like. His the way his brain works, the thoughts like he has, like how he the talks he in regular him. life is very similar <laughs> to how he talks. Like it's so weird, it's so bizarre. It's one of those things that sometimes even like the magic is lost if you don't see him live. Like right, I watched right. one of his Netflix specials, and like maybe it's also because I've seen him so much, but there was some magic that's lost right. when you don't like see him live. <laughs> so much of him is just this like dear, but his I love listening to like uh, him yeah, talk and his comedy listen or go see him yeah. he, I, no, I haven't seen any of his stuff so. dude I, he has a podcast as well okay, and I would okay. totally recommend it he uh but I know what you mean about the way he thinks like he starts his podcast with a song and then he comes in he's like yeah, that song makes you want to put honey on your nipples and let your dog lick it off. And you're like, how do you fucking come up with that? And he that? comes up with these weird <laughs> nicknames for things. I could be like, and I was like, what's going on? Sure, like whatever. Yeah. I can't even think of a fake one to make up for him because he's it's just... We had this I guy in my town. Great. We called him Stinky Pete. <laughs> Stinky Pete would just let us... He would just let us uh, come to his house and smoke cigarettes, and we were twelve years old. And... Yeah. <laughs> I found them in my life. And he tells real-life stories. His real-life stories are... Absolute insanity. It's so sad. great, dude. I so I totally. I'm, yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up. So yeah, because it was like one of those things that when I'm put on the spot, I'm like, I don't know who am I thinking of. But and like, if you ask me, like, I think of Theo Vaughn as an extremely successful comic. Mm -hmm. You know, if I woke up tomorrow with his career, I'd be so happy. But then I say it into a room of, of four. You know, and, you know, you you didn't know who he was, and it's he's definitely worth checking out. He was just on Joe Rogan too. So. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, All right, hilarious. what else do we have? Okay, what do you love and hate about L.A.? Mm. I think we may have covered Marina's. <laughs> Any other love or hates for L.A.? I know. It's, I, th I think for me, being um, from L.A. and born here and living many years here, <laughs> um, I won't divulge my age, a few I'm adorable, you guys. <laughs> you yeah, you're adorable. You've been beautiful for um, 30 years. So, <laughs> so we have a minimum. The, yeah, cats out of the bag. But what do I hate um, about LA um, is the people that move here that own it and they are garbage human beings and they think that they can claim it. And I hear often people say shit like, and you guys look, I'm an LA native, so of course I'm going to be offended by it. 
Um, but like people that are like, oh, people, people from LA are like, oh, they're the worst drivers and they're this and they're that. I'm like, whoa, whoa. The worst starvers? Drivers. Drivers. Drivers and attitude and like, like Botox bitches and all these things. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. The people that you meet from here are not those people. That's true. Yeah. 100% when you actually listen to people talk and you hear, you're like, oh, oh, every time I meet someone actually from here, they're, they're really cool. I'm like, yeah, because the people from here are cool. We do not grow up thinking we're movie stars. We do not think we're this or that we're, the, we're that. Like, we just happen to live here. Yeah. yeah. We know how to drive. We know what traffic is. We know these. <laughs> these are things we live in since we're kids, you know? Like, we're not learning it. And then you have people like Joe Schmo from Iowa who moves here. She's got a real thing against Iowa. Who wants to Iowa. stay. Just keeps picking Iowa. I don't know. Which one of you You're from Iowa. It's a basic town. I don't know. Basic yeah, I mean, state. Depending yeah. on where, what part of LA you're considering, like, they say that there's 20 million people out here. So if you hate LA, you've only met maybe a few hundred of those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. It's also people but they're also not from here. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, people, no, and most of those people aren't people even from here. aren't so. from here. That's all I say is that they're not from here. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Most people lift right now because that's my job right now you know and uh the people who aren't from here are the rudest people in the backseat of my car they don't give a crap that it's my car and they just make messes and everything so like i totally agree with you and they complain about everything how i drive <laughs> how the, everyone else drives is it's just awful oh man that's how i feel about it you guys that's why i switched to delivery service because i don't want to deal with people that's <laughs> <laughs> like whenever i like People will ask me all the time, like, oh, don't you run into a lot of fake people? And I'm like, of course I do. I then just choose not to be around those people. So I've never really had, like, any of those stories of, like, fake friends stabbing me in the back or fake this. Because usually I'll meet somebody. I can usually tell. I'm a pretty good judge of character. So right away I'm like, oh, that's not a person I'm going to want in my life. And then I don't hang around them again. Exactly. So, like, I would say, like, in my 14 years in L.A., like, I've... very rarely have really ever hung out or been around people that I don't want to be around. Unless yeah. it's like a weird blind date and I'm like, how the hell did I wind up with a magician? It might take some time, but you just got to find your scene, you know? Like, yeah. I have a really awesome group of artists that I hang out with and they're some of the realest, most genuine people. Yeah. So you just got to you gotta put yourself out there and find, find your group. Yeah. So. The thing I hate about it, I don't even know if it's LA. Like, I wonder if it's just like, the older I get, it's just time. But like... I, the lack of, and again, it's the thing that everyone loves about LA is the one thing that messes with me. It's because like, you can't beat this weather, obviously. Right. Like, you know, nine times out of 10, Best. great day. But I am so used to judging, like counting time by seasons. So like in New York, I feel like you have like four times a year where you can like restart your life. You're like, you know what? When this, when this new year starts, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna do something different, and then you're like, all right, that didn't really happen. You're like, you know, it's spring, spring. I'm gonna start something new, and then you're like, summer, you guys, stuff so, because like there is like you you can keep track of time here in LA. Like there's so many times where you like blink, and I'm like, six months have passed by, and I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened? Like it's been six That's a good months. Point. Like so, I, it's hard to gauge time. All of a sudden, you blink, and you're like, how, where did two years go? Because <laughs> all of time like blurs together out wow. here. Um, I will, yeah, so I think, like, that's kind of the hardest thing for me is I didn't, yeah, it's just, I feel like <laughs> I'm like, point. oh, crap, I, look, uh, I have a friend, uh, a good friend of mine named Jackie Tone, who now is, 
like really breaking out because she's on the show Glow that's on Netflix. Oh, who is she? Uh, she plays Melrose. The okay. redhead? No, she's like the bitchy, Jewy New Yorker one. Oh, shit. So she plays wow. Melrose. And I've known Jackie now probably as long as I've been out here, 14 years. And she was also a singer-songwriter. And she always had this song called A Little More Far. And I always think about that, like when I'm thinking about time. Uh, is like she, the lyrics, and I cannot sing for the life of me. But the lyrics are like, never thought it'd be easy, but not this hard. I just thought by now I'd be a little more far. Uh, so I think like that's something like my exactly. only issue is like, ah, like, yeah, LA. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm a very tough cookie, so it'll take a lot to like break me. But I feel like, I'm like, okay, just, uh, just thought I'd be a little bit more far. <laughs> just kinda, just gotta keep, uh, trudging. Um, but then that's why I look at, like, Jack, and again, like, you know, I've always thought that she's done well. She's been acting and performing and doing all of that for her whole life, and she's so immensely talented. And, you know, now she has glow to be, like, her breakout, but she's been working since she was 15. Oh, so, wow. so sometimes it's like, helps, yeah. like, put those things in perspective when you see how long of a, of a struggle, you know? Well, that's kind of a, another interesting point is yeah. just, just because every, every overnight success is 20 years in the making. Right. You never know how long some people do it overnight. They actually do, but that's like a lottery. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but that's another interesting point is like, I was last either. Yeah. That's yeah. If it, when it comes, it the, the faster you hear, the faster you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But like because we're in LA and there there is a lot of talent and a lot of famous people, uh, you do if you're if you're putting yourself out there, you do end up bumping into to people. I mean, you you've named people who work on Kimmel, people who are working on like Netflix shows. Like I know people who work at major animation studios. Like that's kind of a cool thing about it. And the longer you're out here, the bigger of network you build. You actually find it's quite a small world. Yeah. Out here, like I mean, I mean, you know that expression like always exists, yeah, exactly. but it is. It's. It, everything is so connected in, in so many weird ways, which I do think is kind of lovely. So, I mean, that's that's yeah. a definitely a good upside to it. And you and if you're going to come out here and you're pursuing entertainment, you need a network, you need to mingle, you need to get those connections. So, um, all right, well, we'll do one more question, then we'll go get into some segments. Where do you see yourself in five years, or do you have, like, a five-year goal? Oof. That's a big one. Are we answering that separately or do you want? At the know. same time, one, two. Uh, yeah, we both said the same thing. <laughs> do you want to hold my hand while I answer that? Take hookers. Yeah, We have a suicide pact. Yeah. And, uh, Married and adopted two kids. Basically, we decided we're going to adopt an Asian child. <laughs> what? Do you I thought we decided start. on Puerto Rican, half Korean, half Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have very specific needs for my adopted baby. Whatever you want, sweetheart, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's I, I, I feel weird I'm not making this funny that I'm like answering really well I, I'm, I'm kind of just bringing uh, it back to serious I'm stuff sometimes but yeah. again like like I just said like there's so many people who like in my eyes if I woke up with like with their level of success I would think it would be great and then like they wake up at their level of success and are like, I would like somebody else's. Like, you know, they're yeah. still like... The grass is always more. greener. Um, I would absolutely love... Okay, so right now, comedy is definitely a full-time job for me, but it is not my full-time income. Right. Uh, it started to change a little bit more this year. I had an album come out in November. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Congrats. And it was number one on Amazon. I have an audience uh, applause For a little bit. Do you? I'll pause for it. <laughs> I'll pause for it. Is there? Can you play it? Okay, I don't have headphones on. Um... So, you know, 
have I made some money? Very, very minuscule. Like, <laughs> yeah. definitely I cannot uh, keep myself alive on the money I've made. <laughs> So in five years from now, I would absolutely be Die. loving to. I would absolutely <laughs> Die. kill myself. Um, I would love to be supporting myself with my. I would love for that to mean that I'm either a professional touring comedian who is gone most of the weekends um, and is like selling out shows and doing all that. I would love for that to be the case. I would absolutely love to either have like a late night set or a Netflix thing, uh, or even like sell a sh- sell a show. Um, Acting still is one of my primary loves, so I would love to maybe, like, have a show. Like, for me, I, I, I don't see a reason why I can't do everything, so I'd love to have a show, <laughs> be on a show, and then, you know, still be touring right. on the weekends. Um, so I just feel like take, being able to support myself with whatever artistic ventures come up would absolutely be I my goal in, in five years. Have you had the chance maybe, to, yeah. to tour? Maybe find someone. Maybe find someone. Find a man. Find a man to marry. And have me some Korean babies. I'm always looking for a good Jew for you, Jackie. Are you? Yeah. Thank my you. Eyes, I yeah. appreciate that. I met a guy actually last night who was a really good guy. Yeah. A really good Jew guy. And I was like, oh, man. And I, I, I was like, oh, I wish I could have you for my own. But then I was like, I had a friend that did that. is like, it greedy for me to take him? A friend of mine did or that. She was like, she I like, found a Jew for I you. And then she him. slept with him before she ever said a song. <laughs> oh, no. Are you I into, like, like, the, the orthodox the curls? Pious? I feel like, the curls won't do it for me. I need something to hold on to. But uh, <laughs> I feel like I won't. I, I promise you I won't go anywhere until I know he's not the one for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. I think about that's, that's true friendship. I yeah. promise I won't fuck him silly. I'm not going to fuck him until I know I really don't want to fuck him. It would work out. Um, <laughs> but like that's always thing. I've always felt like I don't see why I can't have it all. Like I've. <laughs> 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 I'm like, why I mean, that's the right attitude. My friend is like Marina. Yeah. If you keep kind of nurturing them all, one of them's going to catch. You know. Hopefully, God Almighty, something's got to give. At this point, something's got to I just want to hear Jackie go, Marina, I almost fucked this, like, like really shitty dude last night. But I thought, you know what? I think, he might be for Marina. <laughs> you know what? what? You don't type. have a car? You don't have a job? <laughs> I've got a I have a friend for you. I've got a girl for you. Did you say, uh, you like, uh, you're, you keep your standards low? Good. Because yeah. hers are non-existent. Hers standards. Who said standards? She can't even spell that. Rena, are you still like uh, writing like scripts or screenplays or coming up developing ideas? Yes, I am. Um, I've got a couple scripts that I'm putting into some contests because I want a TV job, you guys. If you're listening, hire me. Would you say that's part of your like five year maybe? Yeah, five year plan. Uh huh, for sure. Uh, that getting knocked up because when I was in my twenties, I was like, I don't as a Latina, yeah. as a Latin American woman. <laughs> I'm college Is that what educated. For? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, as a Latin American woman, I, I feel like my whole thing was I don't want to get knocked up and have kids and not go to college. I'm going to college, and then I went to college, and then I was like, "Fuck, I should have gotten knocked up." <laughs> <laughs> and now every day you can feel an egg dry up. Honestly, I'm at the point. Yeah, and like, now I just I'm like, "Oh man, this sucks." So now I'm like, "Oh, you know." If Honestly, happens, happens. like. For, from so seeing your guys' stand-up, one of my favorite things is just you talking about being, like, in your 30s and, like, you're like, 
I took advantage of my 20s, and now it's like the clock is ticking, yeah. and yeah. I, I love that material. Yeah. That shit was great. Uh, if I got pregnant tomorrow, it's so sad and true. If I got pregnant like, tomorrow, the first thing I have to do is be like, I gotta find somebody I can pin this on. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't, I'm pinning it on me. I don't care. It's my fucking baby at this point. In my 20s, I'd be like, uh, in college, I was like, no, like, uh, abortion. And then in my 30s, I'm like, I'm too old for an abortion. <laughs> I'm keeping this. I don't care, care what color it is. I don't care if it's retarded. <laughs> I'm keeping this retarded baby. This is my retarded baby. You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah. how I feel about it. It's mine. government assistance. Yeah. Retarded. And this might actually like put me in a better situation in life. Maybe I need a retarded baby in my life. <laughs> Maybe that's what? what I'm missing. You know what I mean? All right. Or a retarded husband. I don't know. And Same that, thing. No, with retarded babies, we're going to get into a segment <laughs> called... Don't retarded. you dare laugh. You guys can't hear it. Yeah, I can't hear it. Oh, now would be the time to plug in, though. I mean it. Oh, this is the YouTube side. I forgot to be here. All right, so uh, Todd and I have each brought some funny YouTube videos, and we're just going to go back and forth and play them and... and Talk about them. Try and make each other laugh. Try and make everyone laugh. Do we comment on these? Or yeah, no? yeah, definitely. We're going to make fun of people and stuff. So I'll go first. Um, this is a, this is a food review. And uh, just super cringy. Just, that's all I'm going to say. Today we will be reviewing Kraft. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't eaten the whole thing yet. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I personally have enjoyed Miracle Whip on quite a few occasions. Same. Obviously. So, as you can see, is this kid Peter? It's Kirk? empty. It's eat. almost empty. This is his mom is like me uh, at thirty. Uh, She's like, "Fuck it, I'm keeping this baby. This my baby's gonna be like." That was her retarded baby. Yeah, it's for sure. strong. <laughs> Someone baby literally strong gave birth to Peter Griffin. Don't be digest. But overall, it's still me. Sounds like Cartman. I love me with I love me with I love me with Oh my god, that was good. Oh, it's so cringy. <laughs> Sean, but your cart, your Cartman was great. Muka whip. Cartman. More like bathroom. More like fartman. <laughs> All right, Todd. I labeled this one back to school. I don't know what. It, I didn't okay, see okay, the video, okay. but that was the name of the YouTube yeah, video. Yeah, so, so uh, back to school. This is a commercial for uh, kit for. Uh, Back to school, like shopping. A, this is a commercial, huh? Yeah, the, uh, a mall, so just play. East Hills, we're back to school. Denim, haircut. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpacks. Boots and pants and boots and pants. New shoes. It's funny Can't that I know this is Ontario. Denim. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Haircut. New shoes. So get yourself back to school with these Haircut. Wow. That's a legit commercial. That's a. Who has a joke about that too? Like boots and cats and oh, that, that every techno song is boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. <laughs> like boots and pants and boots and pants. That, that, that is a mall that's going out of business, I think, and they're really desperate. We need to make a commercial. We have 50 bucks. <laughs> so they just called up their family members. Come out and sing right. this for us. Because I love when you can tell that they are not actors. Like those yeah, are exactly. actual yeah. people. Yeah, no, they, they dress. Those women dressed and had hair like 
It reminded me of Utah. Like, so it completely reminded me of Utah. Um, or Iowa. Yeah, or Iowa. <laughs> it was totally Iowa. So I'm actually going to show you guys. I'm, I'm going to show you. So my next clip is this one. But this one I played a couple weeks ago. And it's the same guy. So I want you guys to understand who this guy is by showing this clip. I've had very minimal sexual fun. I'm reading about college kids having sex four times a day with fuck buddies. I'm reading about people spending nude weekends together, just all weekend long having sex, being naked. And you know, I think about myself having had very minimal sex in my life, and it's just like it's like I read these subreddits about the sexual stories, and it's like I want sex. I'm sexually frustrated. Somebody give me sex. That sucks. <laughs> All right, so this guy. Somebody please give him sex before he shoots up a school. <laughs> I, I was saying to Watson, I was like, that's how rapists are made. Like, somebody give me sex! Yeah, that's actually why I think kids are shooting up a school. Someone said that. It's like, because all these white kids have been told, like, all this shit's just going to happen to you in your life. And then they're like, how come I'm not getting all the shit everyone was promised me? Yeah, yeah they, they need exactly. to get laid. People need to start it's giving so it up. It's so hard to be lying in this country. So, so right? this is this is a video. I guess he makes music or something, and he's talking about. So hard. I guess this guy makes music, and he's talking about this background noise that he does with his voice. So. Hello there. If you've listened to many Andrew K songs, obviously you've probably heard the. Uh, uh, uh. Many people don't know how to make the. Uh, uh, uh sound so i'm going to demonstrate how to do it uh -oh. you start with the back of the throat uh -oh. and you go like this uh, uh, uh. you gotta you gotta let it breathe you gotta feel it you gotta go that's exactly the kind of sound i want in my music just some guy in the background uh, uh, like, is he trying to shit, or is he is he choking on something? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to breathe. Just trying to breathe. <laughs> uh, you got me. I almost made it. I find myself now actually kind of being endeared to him. Oh. I don't know why. Mm. Not that I like him, but like... He's just, I feel like, a good soul. The Honestly. That just, like, wants to be included in this world. Yeah, I, I've checked out some of his videos, and I think he's not completely all there, so... Okay. Yeah, I feel like he just wants to be a happy boy. Exactly. So, uh, so this, this one says burrito. Okay, yeah. so, this one, a guy sounds like tries me. apparently the world's spiciest burrito, and this is his reaction to it. Mm. Okay. Can I try this world's hottest burrito? Mm. Should be fine. It's like the last scene from the Blair Witch Project. It's the best burrito ever. It's like a shadow staring into the corner. It's a light cast on him. Totally acceptable. As someone who can't handle anything spicy, like I thought for sure the video was going to be like, this is the spiciest burrito, and it's like mild from Chipotle. Or he's just like, that's oh, all this. Yeah. Guy, yeah. He was sweating and crying. It was amazing. <laughs> all 
right. I am ending strong. Okay. Um, I hope you guys haven't seen this video, though, because it did go viral. But this is this is some guy in Uganda, and he works for the, like, anti-homosexual task force or something. I've taken time to do a little research to know what homosexuals do in the privacy of their bedroom. Um, One of the things they do is that. called anal leaking, where they, a, a man's anus is leaked <laughs> like this by the other person she's like yeah i like love ice that cream. Shit. and then what happens <laughs> even poo poo comes out the other one poo poo's out huh and then they eat the poo poo <laughs> the other one they do <laughs> it's like nah i just like it where they insert their hand into the other man's hand everyone else is like nah you're a pervert the all the way and it is so painful they <laughs> have to take drugs but yeah, they thanks. enjoy it <laughs> I had a I had a gay roommate, a gay black roommate. Shout out Bryce, and uh, he loved tiny little twink white boys. And he asked if he could borrow my computer once, and I was using my computer after that. And there was a file, and it was literally play by play of his fist going into this like little tiny eight year old's <laughs> anus. Like it was like total play by play, like from eighteen from fingers to knuckle to wrist. And I was like, Bryce, what are you? You're like, do not. Oh, He's like, oh, sorry, man. I thought I deleted that. Like, oh. Dang. Well, <laughs> did he eat the poo poo? And everyone in that room didn't even know what it was, and now they're like, "Well, now that you said it, that's something to try." <laughs> now that's something. Uh, well, this one went viral too. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It's just uh, a guy creates the, a giant whoopee cushion, and it's just like, fart yeah, jokes. Yeah, it's just like it's just great. It's, okay. Now created the world's largest oh, no. functioning whoopee cushion. Oh, his little. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Did he literally attach it to a hair patch? That cat don't give that a cat. fuck. He's like, my human sucks. That's great. Also, any surprise that that's the only pussy in that guy's life? <laughs> I actually thought he was pretty cute. Of course, he did. Yeah, what? I met, I met what? a really good, cool Jew guy last night, Jackie. Yeah, is he an inventor? Does he make whoopee cushions? He doesn't, but <laughs> I thought about you and I was like, damn, I can't date this guy because he's a proper Jew. All right, and you can pull the buds video. out in just one sec. I'm going to introduce our next segment. I wish you would tell me I'm trying to Initializing listener email. You can come back sometime. Listener email initialized. So yeah, um, we have a listener email segment, and I'm just kind of I'm gonna rehash some questions that we did earlier because you guys are all have never been on here. So uh, we got a would you rather? Okay, you can pull the buds out now. Oh, cool. Can I have a sip of this? Like, was this podcast airing live that people just emailed in? Can I have a sip of this? No. Um, yeah, go for it. Just like fans of the show, we'll write into our to our email and then we'll check them before the show and, and kind of cue them up. So, would you rather uh, have to take a shit every time that you hear "All Star" by Smash Mouth, or every time that you shit "All Star" blares? Like wherever you are, if you're shitting, it just blares out loud. So when you hear it, you have to shit, or when you shit, it you hear it like it blares. I'm going with. If I hear it, I have to shit. 
What? Because I don't hear it all that often. That's fair. So, I, but I do shit a lot. So, like, <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't hear All Star every single day. So if it just meant like an extra impromptu, you know, shit once My a shit. month, twice yeah. a month, I could deal with that. But if every time I took a massive, like, I could listen to that th- two and a half times every a day. Time. Fair yeah. enough. I agree. I agree with that. That's a good. You're gonna, you're gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um uh shitting when you only when I hear that song. Yeah. Cool. Because also like I'm in my own world most of the time, so I'm also. So you wouldn't hear it? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. In my own mind, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was uh I was at a, a bonfire with some of my friends on the beach a couple weeks ago. All right, enough. And, uh, you know, it was getting dark, it was dying down, and one of them pulled out a guitar, and they were singing songs, and they started singing All Star. And I, it made me wonder, like, about this question, would that count? Like, would it have to be the album version? Or if someone around me just started singing All Star, I'd be like, oh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like, we play every single time, so once he starts playing the guitar, yeah. you really need to Oh, man. Crap! You get like a ten second. Find a toilet. You start looking around. You're all looking around. Somebody once told me I would look around for a toilet. I ain't gonna shit in my pants. I'm hoping I could find. So, so this one is more just thought provoking. Neither of you guys are in like an actual relationship, so it doesn't really ap- apply. But you maybe you can think about your ex in this situation. Oh, Todd, yeah. you can think about. <laughs> and I think if you listen to the, oh no, this episode hasn't aired yet. So my buddy Meeks came up with this question, and it's basically you wake up one day and it's like Freaky Friday, except your significant other has switched places with. Uh, your dad if it's a man, or your mom if it's a woman. The only way to reverse it is to sleep with one of them. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so, either, like, uh, sleep... Either you have to sleep with your girlfriend's body with your mom inside, or your mom's body with your girlfriend inside. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that part. I thought it all, it had to be, it was the body of... So it would be, it'd be your boyfriend's body, but your dad's inside, or your dad's body, but your boyfriend's inside. Oh, that's hard. Well, but I, I, would, I would much rather prefer to keep it boyfriend's body, dad inside. Yeah. You can at least close your eyes and like pretend that that's not what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, but now then your dad knows what you feel like. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I like to take a jo- take a joke and make it dark and go, oh, is that what it's like to have a dad? <laughs> Wait, but then question. What about if your dad is right. dead? If I'm dead somebody, <laughs> it's not my dad inside, you're saying? What's yeah. up? So I would so just I'm be not like fucking my dad? some Ew. older, fleshier body, but it would have zero connection to Ooh. my actual father. Yeah. My father wouldn't feel that, is what no. you're saying. What? It would be your boyfriend inside your dad's body. Yeah. So the body is just a, a random. So I guess if body. you close your eyes in that situation, then you would be banging your boyfriend, but it would just feel, feel like an older body. Uh, well, I just feel like your dad. You don't. You don't have to answer it. It's more thought provoking. Like if I picked the body of my dad, but the inside of a bo- of my boyfriend. Then it would be over faster because. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh 
body of my dad is really gonna like so that's, that's, it, that's an interesting point so i think maybe that's a uh an angle to go so you wanna, okay all right cool okay well, is that it? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were she gonna. I thought you were gonna add on top of that. She but... wants to bang your dad. Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. if she could. Just my girlfriend's body. <laughs> okay. My my buddy Meeks who posed the question. He's like, here's what you do. You choose your girlfriend's body, but you Cosby your mom so she's unconscious for it. <laughs> okay. How about this? How about this? Oh, okay. So I'm trying to work on a joke about like there's this guy that I, that I would definitely bone. Um, cause he's hot and, um, but he has my, my dead father's name. Also my older brother's name. Cause my <laughs> brother's a junior. I'm Mexican. You guys, you didn't know this yeah. fucking juniors. You know what I mean? He's I a junior. And, and I'm just like, Oh my God. Like if you didn't have my dad's name, I would totally <laughs> fuck you. But like, it's super weird. I, I no. can see how it could be weird. Like, especially, like, that's, like, super daddy issues. Like, I are, like my dad's already dead and, like, lame dad, right? <laughs> and then I'm, like, going to fuck a guy with his name and it's, like, it's like I can't even say his name and feel comfortable about it. And I also can't be, like, daddy because oh, right. I can't feel comfortable about it. I guess that doesn't seem weird I, I feel like that's that, like, that thing where you're, like, oh, Because I know so many people mm. who are, like, Davids. Like, I know a ton of this. So I know a lot of people who have, like, a brother named David and a husband, David. Mm. So it's, like, all right. Oh, okay. Like, it's because it's, it's your so brother common, and your yeah. husband. Like, yeah. yeah like, it's. Mm. So I don't know if that Maybe in that situation, situation ask him if he, he can go by his middle name or something. <laughs> That's when you just go, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, hey, right. sweetie. Yeah. Mm. Or a nickname, yeah, cupcake. And that's real quick to get to a nickname. I get it. I'm, I'm, you guys, I'm, I'm trying to work around. I feel this like if you told him well. why, he'd be like, "Yeah, we can come up with a nickname." Yeah, with a nickname. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, coming up with a nickname. <laughs> I used to waste say flying. Superpower. Like I used to always say fly. Uh, I used to say like, like maybe like a transport, like transport. Teleportation. Yeah. 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 Transportation. Yeah. Um, transportation. Okay, I wish I had a car. Oh, I wish I had a driver's <laughs> license. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I wish I had a driver's um, license. So I use that. Sometimes I think that one, but then sometimes I also wish maybe like mind reading. Oh, right. Oh, That'd be super helpful. Yeah, but then again, it'd be also like scary because you're like, no, everyone's I think like, I think that's the thing too. I think like, that's well, it would have its, its ups and downs. I think, I think my yeah, half is the same. I think that's why I wouldn't talk that <laughs> I think there are certain things that are like, like ignorance is yeah, bliss. Right. Like you wouldn't want to like, you know, ask you know, a significant other how you feel about something and then like really hear like a deep, dark well, maybe you could choose not to. You're like, I, I don't actually want to know. I guess it's true because I can choose when, when or not to teleport or right. to transport. <laughs> so uh, I guess I can choose when or to use the teleport. We can go with that if it makes it easier to have that. I would be rogue. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Like when you touch yeah. something, you take it. I'll be strong. Just strong. I'm just like, how strong and fly. That's all. No big deal, guys. Cool. I would like killing powers like with Wolverine. Not like immortal, but and a just good a person you are, Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're always getting hurt. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if I get mugged, it's like, just fucking shoot me, I dare you. And then I'm like, don't die, you know? Funny that you say it, almost like the unbreakable character, like the Bruce Willis unbreakable. I just watched that last week. I actually think it was a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's a great and movie. I feel like maybe something like that, where you could just like, you could just jump in and help yeah. anybody with anything because you just exactly. can't die. True. You could do whatever. But you can't drown. <laughs> Interesting. But if they pulled Good you point. out soon enough, then <laughs> well, you'd yeah, fail yeah, from yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. 
All right. Um, if you were stranded on an island and you could pick one person to be there with you and bring one item, what would it be? Yeah, who would you like to be stranded on an island with? Ooh, the person I think is the most challenging part of that question, obviously, huh? Um, what would the item be? I feel like it's not fair because I'm single, so I feel like I'm like dick. <laughs> Which dick? <laughs> well, I think that's what most people are with? thinking: is who who do I want to bang no, on a stranded like, on an ever island? Ever until I like, like get tired of fucking. <laughs> so if I knew that answer, I'd probably fucking be married. <laughs> I'd probably not be single right now. I'm trying to figure out what dick I want to be strapped to for the rest of my life on this fucking LA island, right? I don't know yet about that. I'll get to it, maybe. Um, but, like, with what item, you said? Yeah, if you could bring an item with you. you bring an item? Fuck. Uh, a dildo. A boat. <laughs> a, boat? a boat? Well, I mean, a dildo um, with a guy. Is that cheating? Man, thing? I, I didn't think about that. Then <laughs> you wouldn't be stranded, I guess. Exactly. But, I, but you could get stranded out in the ocean, so who knows? Um, I have no idea who I would want to bring. Interesting. Um, for some reason, my, my I would bring I would bring that like Survivor man. <laughs> oh, bear, bear gorillas. Yeah, oh, that's a good choice. For some reason, my brain went to Zach Efron. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I was reading an article about him today. Oops. Oh. Cool. And I was like, oh, we can procreate. He's Jewish, mm. so maybe I'll just bring Zach Efron and condoms. Wait, you wouldn't need condoms. Exactly. Um, I would bring. Uh, What's the actress name from Black Panther? Jackie Gold. Oh, um. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, Which one? The, uh, Shiri. Siri? That's a good person to bring. Siri, how do I get off this island? (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know the characters' names. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, the Black Panther's sister. Okay, the one that does all the technology shit? Yeah, yeah, she's really cute. Mm. Cool. Mm. Oh, Oh, and an item. And an item. Uh, I'll just bring something sharp to, like, yeah. cut down stuff and whittle stuff. And... Probably, like, a good machete or something. Oh, you know what? I would want to bring, like, like, a notebook, like a pencil or something. Really? Yeah. To write shit down. Because I'm the type of person that, like, in my mind when something happens, I'm like, this is the most important moment in my life. I never want to forget this. And then if I don't write it down, I'm like, what? Someone brings it up to me. Remember that important moment in your life, Marina? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Marina, it was yesterday at breakfast. <laughs> Why is it so hard for you to remember? I'm like, mm, I don't know. Let me check my it's diary. because I'm so opposite. I'm like, I wouldn't bring anything to write down. I don't know what I would bring. Who is the most anything. important thing to me? And I, I think know. I'm searching for that person for the rest of my life. I feel life. like I should be a good person and be like, my mom. And I'm like, well, my mom would be no. useless to me on an island. <laughs> my mom is going to find a way to call me at least 15 times. <laughs> she will find a way. You're going to see like a can with a string on it. And you're going to be like, what? And then your mom's going to be on the other end. <laughs> my mom's like, oh my God, did you hear about your aunt? Did you? Did you hear? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how did you find me? I came to this island to get away yeah. from you. I was running from you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's about it for us today. We just like to close with uh, an excerpt. And one that we come back to regularly is this classic gangster novel called Teflon. Ooh, hey, hey. And so the game we play is... Uh, 
you pick a number between 1 and 365, and then I just read a little excerpt from the book because this entire book is gold. 221. Oh. 221. It's a good number. Yes. This is two. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Check this out. Cleophas was later found guilty at the end of 98 for the gun and stolen vehicle case, but Mark Galante got him another appeal, which freed him on the same 10,000 bond posted when he, got, when he first caught the case. Every time the state thought they had him, he would slip through some tiny hole and come up from under it. April was hiding out after receiving a lump sum of intense probation and community service. Cleophas sent word that if she didn't change her, her flimsy statement about him stealing his car from her, she would have her, he would have her killed. April was terrified and only came outside to do community service. In a two-story Section 8 house on the south side of, I don't know, Kanaki something, was was becoming tired of his mother lecturing him about weeping, keeping drugs uh, out of the house. JW was quick-tempered and simple-minded, and proved to and to prove he was a killer, pumped through his veins uh, like his cousin's Cleophas at a young age. But he was now 21 as well. He wanted to be respected and feared like his cousin. Everyone knew the Capone crew was nothing uh, without his leader. Woo! Oh. Some, sometimes they get better, but... Yeah, yeah. sorry. I think, <laughs> work, work, work. <laughs> I think we all knew that. Just... I think that was a, a testament to uh, how black people have to deal with the police. Ah, oh, see? Police. Get, get something out of that. That was an all-black... That was a Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Great, well... So I guess uh, if you guys just want to talk about where people can find you or, or you know, you're talking about you had an album, where, where can they find that? Awesome. So the album, well, first of all, my name is Jackie Gold, if you need to be reminded. Uh, the album's called Maximum Occupancy, uh, and it's wherever you find music or download it or buy it. Please buy it if you, if you don't mind. Uh, it's on iTunes and Amazon, but you can listen to it on Spotify. Oh, sweet. Uh, you can find it on anything. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm, I am Jackie Gold. Instagram is just Jackie Gold. So yeah. Great. No underscores or anything? No underscores. So I am Jackie Gold on Twitter, regular Jackie Gold. Instagram, our next Whiskey and Donuts show is May 30th, which is Wednesday at the uh, Blue Jay Bar and Lounge, which is in downtown LA. So that's at 8 p.m. We will have the free donuts. Right. There will be the whiskey specials. They won't be free whiskey, but only like seven buck whiskey, which is not too shabby. If if you're local or you're going to be visiting, they have a Facebook page so you can see what shows they have coming up. Yeah, and it's whiskey, the letter N, donuts, comedy. And like normal spelling of donuts, not the pretentious like (laughs) U-G-H. All those unnecessary stepchildren letters. On Instagram, and then that's where you all can always see where all the information is on that too. Old school Um, Do you want people to find you? Fucking find me, search me, stalk me. She's still single. Yeah, sorta. (laughs) It'd be really Um, funny if she left this podcast not single. She like came in single, left married. Get in here, guys. Get in here. Um, Marina Quint is where you can find me on Twitter. Uh, That's Marina, like Marina Del Rey, M A R I N A Quint, and then on face uh, on Instagram. just follow Whiskey and Donuts comedy, honestly, and then just stalk my pervy like pages. Yeah, I don't really post shit. I don't. I'm not really like that comedy, cute or anything. Both online, of us are guys. both of us are tagged on that page anyway. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you'll be able to find us. You'll find whatever you, you're looking for. But this is <laughs> like, your heart desires. We've been growing this baby since like November, December. We started the show. So yeah. we would love if you guys can find us on there because it's like a homegrown effort. So you can support super local fun comedy, show, 
People help love us, it. like build this following, come out to show. Nothing would make me they, happier. They handpick the comedians themselves. Yeah, so. the comedians are great. And it's the same comics that you're going to see at all the you know big shows. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's just one of those things too. Like nothing would make me happier if someone came over to one of us after our show and was like, "Oh, hey, we found you." you know from oh. the podcast or we found you like on Instagram like yeah. that would make my day if somebody <laughs> yeah. right. like came because it wasn't somebody I would give you a message job. to come <laughs> you know so well I'll have you guys because of the show say oh, and, now, yeah. and now where are you going to hey. be on Wednesday May 30th <laughs> I think I'm going to be at yeah, what the fuck else are you doing? Todd, since this is your first time on the show, where where can people find you? Okay, um, if you guys wanna find me, I don't know why you call don't. a lift. Call, call <laughs> yeah. lift. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Todd underscore McGinn underscore Junior. Uh, uh, he's a junior. Yeah, I'm a junior. Uh, and then also, uh, I do have a. Twitch, I do stream it on. Um, it's Wild Elite Gamer, and you can follow me on Twitter at Wild Elite Gamer as well. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's it, guys. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you all next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week.